Yes Have Some podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at him in really bad shape. Come on, please. Please. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. We're in. Yeah, we're in now. We've got to go down there. Somebody had to. Uh, hello, everybody. <laughs> Someone's got to go down there. Uh, <laughs> hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 69 of Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm here with Abigail Gardner. 69. And Jacob Walsh. Hello. Hey. Hey, you didn't, so you didn't say 69, only Abigail. That was a weird, that was a weird hello that I just did. I don't know Wait, why let's, I said uh, it that way. Let's, let's 69ing is weird. So. Let's go back and listen. <laughs> well, what's weirder, 69 or Jake's hello? Let's go to the replay. I like Jake's weird hello. Uh, no, it was good. It was good. Welcome back. We've been off. I think this was the longest break we've taken since starting the podcast. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. we apologize. I blame, I blame myself. So do I. Yes. Uh, uh, I. I. Uh, I blame Dragon Con because yeah. we were definitely all scrambling. Craig was in the middle of like his third paint job on his slime blower, so there was there were some things going on. Was that the last episode we had? I I think so. I it was before I went to the convention. Okay, it was before okay. I released a balloon into the wild and made everybody really upset on Instagram. So, well, first of all, how... sorry. Hey, everyone. Abby, you know, you know, like I, I'm pretty. I don't know, like. This is just like speculation, but I'm pretty sure that balloon being released is what caused that tiger to get out. And it <laughs> <went>. <laughs> Dude, I think so too. So yeah. that's your fault. Yeah, you know? they, reaction, they didn't even use bullets to kill the tiger. It they used your uh, your balloons. They just let balloon. the balloon. They Which were I like, think had an inaccurate the balloon quote was naturally coming down uh, <laughs> at the exact location that tiger was going to be. <laughs> they got caught up. Do you guess? Uh, well, it's I, a cycle. If anybody's wondering what we're talking about, uh, it was on the news this morning. Basically. There was a tiger loose. When you said that, I was like, wait, my Instagram post was on the news this morning. They're, they're upset at me, too. <laughs> yes, the news was reporting on the uh, the balloon gotcha, gate. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, a tiger got loose, and it wasn't even in Atlanta. It was actually, like, right where I grew up, like, maybe 20 minutes south of where we are right now. And, uh, yeah, it's really sad. There was a tiger on the loose, and it went in someone's backyard and attacked a dog, and then they killed it. Dude, it's like the Lost World. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. It pretty much is the mm-hmm. lost world. The dog survived. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody knows where the tiger came from, which mm-hmm. is interesting. That's the, sc- that's the scariest part. Somebody has illegal like animals that they're trying to 
Yeah, like is that gang related? It's, I feel like that has to be like, yeah. like drug lord, like yeah, some drug lord in Stockbridge, in Georgia. Stockbridge, Georgia. He who who knows what else he has? Yeah, can have a polar bear. There could be more, dude. It could just be the Hangover, like five. <laughs> or wait, was it? What if it was like, hey, does anybody know where the the like the tiger they use for The Walking Dead? Was there a Still tiger in The there? Walking There's Dead? There's a tiger recently? in The Walking Dead. Spoiler yeah. alert! Or did they just call? Does uh does Rick call Carl Tiger sometimes? Like, hey, Tiger. Hey, Tiger. <laughs> no, there's definitely like a tiger in that show now. Like somebody has a pet tiger on that show. Wait, what if it is that? Yeah. All right. Well, viral marketing. Hey, we didn't come here to talk about yeah. tigers or The Walking Dead <laughs> or The Walking Dead. No, because uh, we just were at Dragon Con. Yes. Oh God, we were. Oh, we were, we were on the dragon. Uh, so cut. That's uh, looping back. Uh, Abby did not kill any animals. No, no animals were hermed. No, just <laughs> no, an- no animals were hermed in the making of no. Yes Have Some podcast episode sixty nine. But the reason we were gone is we were well. Jake went to a tattoo convention, mm-hmm. uh, as everybody yep. knows. Uh, Jake's a tattooist. A tattooist. Uh, cool. So yep. let's start there. How was the convention? It was fun. Um, got to the convention. Uh, this is the third or fourth year I've done it, and it's always like. It's a little stressful because it is the week before Dragon Con. Like, I get back from the tattoo convention on Monday, work for a day and a half, and then drive to Atlanta for Dragon Con. So it's like a big, long... Even though I'm working there, it's still like a two-week vacation. Right. Dude, yeah. I was going to say, I saw pictures of you swimming underwater looking good. I went swimming. I, I went swimming. Yeah, it was good. It was Jake a nice was pool. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, dude. Well, good. Now, Jake was calling us with updates from the mm-hmm. convention. Oh, yeah, I forgot mm-hmm. about this. But nothing Wait. you were talking to us about had anything to do with giving or getting tattoos. No, but no. it was stressful. Uh, no. Do you want to re- go for it? Do you, yeah, I think we it. should go for it. Yeah, All right. So, <laughs> first day, first day, like, we get in there early, you know, to, they let us in the, the day before to set up. And uh, we, we brought some people with us, and uh, one of the guys comes up to me. And he's like, dude, over in the corner, there's like an it booth. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He's like, there's an it booth. There's like a big banner. It says it on it. And then there's a there's a little mannequin and it's got a yellow it rain jacket on it that says September the 8th. It. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, well, what the fuck is this? So I'm immediately stressed out. This is Thursday. There's no one at the booth. You know, they just set their stuff up and they left. So I'm like, oh, cool. So what is that? I got to get there immediately when we open. Mm-hmm. So so Friday, get in, go straight to that section and find out that that guy isn't even going to be there until Saturday. Oh, so shit. he set that up, left it there, and I had like a day and a half to wonder what was happening. Like, there's like speculation. I'm like, what is this? And t- so like, the- decide whether or not to take it, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I almost took it. Right. Um, Pennywise told me to take it. Dude, so. here. That's what, that's Jake, what I said when I texted you. I was like, yeah. You can't blame every uh, compulsion that you have, every impulse on Pennywise. I've been telling you that. Yeah. I guess. I mean. <laughs> I'd like, I'd, I, guess. I like to think that he works through me. Jake. <laughs> Jake's going to walk out of I a... I feel like he did when I released that balloon. That was like when I told Jake. I was like, I feel Pennywise like I'm told... part of the cycle. Jake's going to walk As out of... As an adult now, like I'm like disenchanted and like I can't see it. You know what I mean? Jake's going to mm-hmm. walk out of a Toys R Us with like three bags full of uh, 
Last Jedi action figures. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. how much was that? And you're like, I don't know. I stole it. Pennywise told me. Pennywise said, take it. Cool. So, all right. So the guy didn't get there till Saturday. Yeah. So Saturday, the guy's there and I recognized him from last year and he, he was selling like production. He was selling production stuff last year. He had like, he had some shirts and patches from Ghostbusters answer the call and just like other movies, Jurassic world, just like stuff that they would give out. So I was like, Oh cool. Maybe he's going to be selling some promotional it stuff. He gets his booth set up. One half is like uh, Funko pops and some of the same promotional stuff from last year. The under the other end of his table he has like an it beach ball out. There's like some balloons. There's some pins and some posters. So I talked to the guy and right away I'm like, okay, I remember this guy from last year. I even remembered seeing him at Dragon Con last year. So right away I'm like, gotta be gotta be bros with this guy. Yeah. Gotta be nice to him. Gotta make him like feel like, you know, you know, we're buddies. Yeah. So I'm I'm talking to the guy and I'm like, hey man, weren't you at Dragon Con last year? And he's like, yeah, we started talking about Dragon Con and all that shit. And I'm like, cool. So what's this it stuff? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you didn't even like, you didn't even dance around. You're like, cool, cool. Yeah, Dragon Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, right. good, good. What is this? Yeah. What is this yeah. it stuff? Why is there it stuff? So right. basically what they were doing is like, he works for a couple different, um, you know, companies and he, he, he's one of the guys that helps promote films. And, uh, I guess once the films are out and once everything's over, he's allowed to sell what he has. Mm. But before the movie's out, he can't sell anything. So he's like, we're giving out stuff. He's like, you can take pins. You can take these prints. Um, he's like, but everything else here, you got to win it. And uh, I'm like, oh, well, that's stupid. Well, how do I win it? So you had to download an app. You have to spin a little wheel on your phone. Mm. And it's like a wheel of fortune kind of thing. And okay. you can either... You can land on, sorry, I'm not a winner, or you could land on some of the other prizes. Uh, so I immediately start doing this for hours. I'm like in between tattoos. I'm playing the stupid game. And you got you to gotta delete the game and re-download it every time. Oh, because you, know, you, can't, so you can't do it more than once. You're not supposed yeah, yeah. to. Okay, so, it. so it's a pain in the butt, but eventually I get like everyone else who's at the shop with me. Uh, playing this game to try to win me stuff. And I start winning stuff. I win a couple balloons and they're just red balloons that say it's September 8th. I win a couple of the beach balls and and then there's also whistles, which is a weird promotional item. But I end up winning. (laughs) I end up winning everything you can win. I, I go back to him and I'm like, hey man, so there's, what's up with the rain? There's a raincoat and there's a book bag. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what's up with that stuff? And he's like, well, that I can't give away. That stuff is just for the display. Right. I'm not. A, I'm not allowed to give that away. I got another convention I got to do. And then he was doing, uh, you know, early screenings that he was going to be at, which I also got early screening tickets from him, but I couldn't make them because you know Dragon Con. Yeah. Right. But um, but I, I was able to get everything he was offering, but I wanted that fucking raincoat so bad yeah for I mean, sure yeah. first it's, of all i wish it was at dragon con that he had like attended because then you can like go and change costumes and keep coming back as yourself and keep playing yeah. It'd be a little easier instead of like finding people but yeah. also yeah i would have had a hard time not like getting the raincoat and just leaving the convention early on friday and going home with it because that's like you sent me the picture it's awesome yeah so. it's it's cool stuff like we're all suckers for promotional mm-hmm. items. Like, if it's something we love, it's a if it's a movie that we are all excited to see, 
anything with the logo we're going to take. So yeah, an it whistle might be weird, but you want it. Absolutely. It's weird, but I love it. Yeah, the I, I like the beach ball because um like it says you'll float too on it or or it says we all float. So that's cool. Love everything it. else love it. everything else just says it. Right. But yeah, it's like it's silly stuff, but it is cool and I I looked in um some of that stuff's popping up on eBay already, and it's yeah. and I mean it's it's going for stupid prices. Well, like maybe maybe I'd still buy some of it, but but promotional you know. like in the world of like collecting, like promotional items tend to become more rare and hold mm-hmm. value. Like yeah, that's why if you look at like Back to the Future stuff or Ghostbusters stuff, like it's the weird like where did this come from? Mm-hmm. Like like frisbees or like you know, little telephones or just whatever mm-hmm. stuff that they would just give out of the theater that basically people got and threw away mm-hmm. and then it becomes rare. So all I'm saying is right. 30, 40 years from now, you're going to cash in on that it whistle, oh, that beach ball. Yes. You're gonna be, Maybe. That's going to we'll appreciate. Yeah. We'll see right dude, now. It's, it's in my little, it's in my little Stephen King corner right now. So dude, yeah. that corner looks good. You've been sending us pictures. It looks Really nice. I'm getting jealous. We're jealous of your corner. Yeah, man. Uh, I will say this. Uh, as we record this, and uh, it's the night before the release of It, so when everybody listens it's to this. Eve. It's It's Massive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and It will be coming out on the 8th. We're recording this on the 7th. We'll be releasing this on the 8th, mm-hmm. the day it comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't have a review for it yet. If you're listening to this next week, but we'll have that on our next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been trying to stay away from reviews because things are leaking. Yeah. The Rotten Tomatoes score is great. Yeah. And by all means, it seems like it's going to be a great movie. We'll all know yeah. tomorrow. Uh, um, get your whistle. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Wet right. that whistle. I actually am. But don't blow it during the movie because that's disrespectful. Yeah, you know? nobody wants <laughs> Quiet. I'm, no, I'm bringing mine. Oh, good. good. Get that beach ball up, actually. <laughs> Jake's at the theater like bouncing. Watch out! <laughs> He's at the like, beach. It's like, a, it's, it's like a concert with the beach ball bouncing oh, around. He's got like a water balloon yeah. and like a water gun. Like you hit the ball towards the screen and somehow it goes through the screen. And like Pennywise <laughs> is just holding your it beach ball. Oh, dude. And he reads I like it. That. He's like, we all float. Oh, I like that. I'm going to start saying that. We all float down here. That's, a good, that's a good saying. Huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> dude, that sounds fun. You know, speaking of uh, the premiere and, you know, it coming out and everything, uh, I actually have a friend who was at the world premiere of it last night. What? That's crazy. And, um, yep. A friend of mine, uh, his name is John. Not not your Kaba, not our other good friend, John. Nothing. But um, he's actually uh, on the crew for the, the it documentary that's being worked on. And he's been like. You know, he's been interviewing everybody from the original TV series yeah, the last couple of months, yeah. and uh, he got invited out to the premiere. And um, it was actually at the Chinese Theater, which we all know We've because been we were been there. we were there for Ghostbusters. And uh, he was sending some pictures last night of of you know the the red carpet, and, mm-hmm. and the kids showed up on a school yeah. bus, like on a yeah. dairy bus, and you know he sent it. There was like a ton of Georgies all over the place, but um, he got to go to the after party. Yeah, and. I hate this guy. Dude. He's like sending all these pictures of him like, oh, just ran into Seth Green, just ran into, you know, Andy Muschietti, the director. He he said the director came up to him and grabbed him from the arm from behind. It was like, hey, man, you know, I'm looking forward to the documentary. And he was like, 
he was like, how did he even know it was me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just like. Yeah. I've never been jealous of somebody hanging out with Seth Green before. Yeah, I just got so jealous. <laughs> he got to see it, and, you know, he didn't say much. And, you know, um, me and a couple of friends that are that are in, like, a group chat with him, you know, we didn't want him to spoil anything. But this guy's been a huge, you know, Stephen King and It fan for a long time you know, since the original miniseries, probably before that, you know, he, he's read the book a couple times and, and he was just like, you guys are going to be happy. He's like, I don't want to say much, but he said it. It's really good. That's mm-hmm. awesome, man. That's and that's all, all I want to hear. That's right all we now. Need. You know, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't need to see reviews until, mm-hmm. until I've seen the movie. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything. I would have been like, yeah, okay, on I a feel. scale of one to 10 whistles, how many would you give it? How many whistles? Um, yeah, dude, apparently weren't there a lot of photos that were in, was it a recent issue of Entertainment Weekly that it came out? What's that? Weren't there, like, a lot of photos from the new movie that have come out, like, in the last couple of days, last week, like, since the embargo was lifted and stuff? So, I've been trying to stay away from yeah. stuff, but... Yeah, there's more clips coming out, too, and I almost watched uh, Bloody Disgusting put out a new clip the last, I don't know, day or two, and it's, like, an extended version of the... Um, the scene where they're looking at the projector. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to watch this. But then I was like, wait, no. The movie yeah. is literally tomorrow. tomorrow Dude, right. Not watch this. Well, so. You'll yeah. be happy. The less yeah. we see, the better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah, the, so the tattoo convention uh, came right before Dragon Con. Jake mm-hmm. got back into town. Mm-hmm. He got up to our house. Yep. Our, yep. our good friend, John Yurkeba, that John just, or, uh, Jake just mentioned. Uh, we got our own Chinese food together. We got Chinese food. He, uh, John flew in from California to mm-hmm. join us for uh, Dragon Con and PKE Surge. And uh, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about Dragon Con. I want to mm-hmm. do the breakdown, the rundown. But before we get there, mm-hmm. uh, there was some breaking news yesterday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from another movie. A different movie. A different movie. Stall Balls. Uh, so I wanted to kind of talk about this real quick because we'll it's, it. it's, yeah. it's been something we've talked about uh, a lot. So Lucasfilm put out a, a, a release yesterday, and it wasn't very detailed, but basically Colin Trevorrow is out of Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. He was, okay. He was hired to write and direct the movie. Obviously, he did uh, Jurassic World, and then he was announced to be the writer and director for uh, Star Wars Episode Nine mm-hmm. after Ryan Johnson mm-hmm. doing Episode Eight. Uh, a couple weeks ago, it was announced that they were not really feeling the script, uh, and they brought in a new writer to, to take over. And we, I think we all kind of said on the episode when we talked about it, that doesn't sound good <laughs> for uh, for uh, Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. If they, you know, he it wrote it, and they're bringing well. in a new writer. Right. Uh, kind of the writings on the wall. So yeah, they announced it yesterday. They said it was a mutual decision. Uh, so Colin Trevorrow is out as director of Star Wars Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. There has not been an announcement for a new director yet. Hold on, hold on. Okay. As you are speaking, yes, Mr. John Yurkaba posted in yes have some guys. I'm killing uh, right now. Facebook. Our, our page here. Group therapy. Group therapy. J.J. Abrams. What? Eyed. You Star called Wars. it. Whoa, seven minutes ago. It dude. says being eyed, so it's, it's not. That's um, not yeah. Right. So, no, no, no. I, I, well, this news came out yesterday. Well, first of all, let's talk about the fact that. So, before we talk about director speculation, let's talk about the fact that yet again, a Star Wars movie. The joke I made yesterday is. Well, usually they fire the director during the production. Right. Not, <laughs> not, not, right. Not a. Uh, not a. Uh, 
uh, beforehand. So this Pretty is unprecedented right. territory right. for Star Wars. My joke was Kathleen Kennedy is Snoke. <laughs> she is. She's That's like, true. She yeah. She's dropping the hammer. Right, so dude. Let's, let's talk about this. So J.J. Abrams, Episode 7, writes it with Lawrence Kasdan, directs it, comes out. People love it. Great. Next up, Rogue One, Gareth Edwards. It's no secret he wasn't officially replaced, but he was not in charge of all the reshoots and the editing. Like yeah. he, he basically – his name's on the movie, mm-hmm. but the finished product of Rogue One is not what Gareth Edwards' original vision was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Josh Trank, he was originally announced that he was going to do a Boba Fett spinoff movie. Right. He directed Fantastic Four after yeah. Chronicle. Ooh. It bombed. He had a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. Bam. He's out. Right. That movie was shelved. Han Solo. Uh-huh. We all know what happened there. Yeah. The Brothers mm-hmm. Grimm. What are their mm-hmm. names? Phil Lord, Chris Miller. Uh-huh. They're not even brothers. No. But I wanted to say that. <laughs> uh, Things did get grim, though, for It them. got grim. Halfway through, let go. Replaced by Ron Howard. Ron Howard. So, What's going on? And now Ryan Johnson did episode eight. By all accounts, Ryan Johnson's good. He's doing good, yeah. And what's interesting is that he's like kind of a, an interesting filmmaker. Like, and he's really talented, and he did Looper, and he's mm-hmm. done things that are uh, a little bit more uh, – l- not not as mainstream as something like J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams who's done Star Trek and all that stuff. Sounds um, like they want visionaries who share their vision. Yeah, we want somebody with a completely unique take on Star Wars that completely aligns with what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you guys think? Jake, let me throw it to you. What, I mean, how did yeah. you feel about – I mean, I know Colin Trevorrow directed Jurassic World, Jurassic Park franchise, holds a special place do in your heart. Do you think he put Ray in high heels? <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> no. Uh, so I didn't know. feel very – I mean, I didn't feel very strongly about it because you know what? Like I, I did come to the conclusion that I liked Jurassic World. I, I liked it from the get-go, but like I – I don't think anything about Jurassic World as far as the directing of the movie is like it's not like super special or fantastic. And I don't think I don't think that someone else couldn't do just as good or or a better job. You know, like I like Jurassic World, but it's not because of the directing choices. Right. There's no moments of Jurassic World like, oh, this is a total Trevorrow shot. Yeah, there's not. And I don't know what else has he done? Well, so like, he did Safety Not Guaranteed, mm-hmm. which okay. was a small movie, which was good. It's good, it. but it's, it's like good, but... it's like whatever. Like it's a good indie movie. Hey, Abby's, Abby's, Abby's playing some music for the just podcast. Watching it. Uh, cool. Sorry, guys. I like that little background music. That's fun. Uh, and then he did Jurassic World, and I think one of the things that everyone's kind of freaking out about it, was Lucas, that... Book of Henry was mm-hmm. his movie that came out this year that was basically critically panned i don't think any of us saw that okay so yeah i haven't seen anything else he's done so like when i hear like oh he's not on star wars anymore my reaction isn't like oh that sucks because i liked him it's more like it sucks because star wars seems to not they're kind of having this thing where they're you know they're not doing well with with this is not the first director leaving jumping ship or being fired in the middle of or you know, in production, right? So Dude, that's, like, that's what's troubling, not the fact that it's specifically Trevorrow. Dude, Star Wars is like Taylor Swift. I feel like they keep like getting burned or burning people, and yeah, it's getting like treacherous and weird. But I kind of agree. Hey, you guys, you guys hear that new Taylor Swift? I did not. 
Dude, I have not either. Oh, yeah. I'm it just wondering if it's any good. So good, yeah. You wait. No, there's another one. Oh, there's another. Are one? we out of the woods? I'm just wondering. Oh, that's like, a good Star, one. Is Star Wars out of the woods? Dude, Star Wars so. out of the woods. I like that. Um, uh, here's my idea. Let's get a, the new series, the new Black Series figures. They should do a line of uh, ex directors of Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Do we get that Chris Miller, Phil Lord, that chain two pack, fulls. that two pack <laughs> exclusive to Target? <laughs> Of them walking off set with Ron Howard in the middle? Dude, they've got, like, fully posable middle fingers that you can extend. <laughs> uh, oh, that's I great. don't know. Jake, I kind of agree with you, man. They have, like, a new script in their back pocket that you can take out for their next I agree project. with Jake. I don't Dude, care. Dude, I do, too. That's what I was going to say. I don't care about Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. I didn't love I uh, Jurassic World. I had issues. Yeah. But Ryan Johnson, like, that guy is a visionary. He directed some of the best episodes. Like, he directed... Gosh, I don't know what the name of it is, but the episode of Breaking Bad where he's stuck in the room. The with Fly. The Fly the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like I, a mind I think he directed fuck. that, and he directed, like, some of those last episodes that are just really, really, like, yeah. some of the best episodes of Breaking Bad. Yeah. So, like, but with Colin Trevorrow, I'm like, well, if they're not feeling it, I guess it's better to do it now than in the middle of production. Mm-hmm. But it all leads to the question of, like... He worked on the script, too, correct? And that was... Yeah, but then they brought somebody in to take Correct. a new pass okay. at it. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, are they going to start from scratch? Like, is the movie going to get delayed? Who, what director is going to come in? Like, those are the questions I have. I mean, it, I think it's so... When were they supposed to start filming? So, filming starts in January 2018. So no. There's, no. Months. That's not getting pushed back. They can, they're going to... They can whip that up in four or five months. I don't... Yeah. I mean, he... I'm assuming he didn't get fired because they didn't like the script, right? I mean, are they... I guess that would be the question. Is it getting a complete rewrite? Rewrite. If it is, maybe. Well, part of the... Pro- I mean, they brought on a new writer because they weren't happy with the mm-hmm. script. Yeah. Um, but that's not unprecedented. Like, that happens a lot. That happens mm-hmm. a lot, yeah. Right. So, I, maybe it has something to do with Carrie Fisher. Like, I mean, they talked about the original plan was for basically episode nine to be Carrie Fisher's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and she's not like obviously Princess Leia is not going to be in it. Mm-hmm. So that kind of leave maybe there's just a, a difference in in direction. And mm-hmm. this is the Disney machine; they're not going to be happy with anything less than what they perceive as perfect, right? Um. So, and if one of the key parts of that machine is completely gone and missing, then yeah, you want the person that's commandeering and steering to be someone that you trust. So maybe they should go with someone like J.J. Abrams or someone that's. Like I guess a tried and true and so what? What do you think is a memori- instead of let me ask you this? So a bunch of money. People have like been throwing out names of directors today, and there was a report that that before we talked about the J.J. Abrams thing, there was a report that Ryan Johnson was going. They were just going to bring him back, and that uh-huh. would be, that would make sense. Like if they mm-hmm. love, if the consensus is that he killed the script and the movie's awesome dude he brought us porgs he brought so, us porgs yeah why <laughs> that's enough for me like why wouldn't they bring ryan johnson back it would right. make sense bringing jj abrams back also makes sense because he has a you know he's executive producing these movies and he's probably had his hand in the pot the entire time to a certain extent yeah and mm-hmm. like he's a proven I mean, commodity it, it makes it makes sense but i think they're also trying to um they're trying to to bring in other directors. I think part of the appeal is that they're like, "Hey, we're Star Wars. We're good. We're better than you are, and we're going to use 
the great directors that we can. They don't want to use the same director. Even, you know, as great as J.J. Abrams might be, I think they like switching it up. And they like each movie kind of having a little bit of a different feel to it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what they were going for. But I don't think having to be like, okay, well, that didn't work out. Let's just grab one of our, you know, regulars. Right. I don't think that's. I don't think that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I just think it's not quite what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Now, what about? So, there's a couple other thoughts. Uh, George Lucas, that's not going to happen. No, no, uh, that's no. not going to happen. It's interesting, but it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Two names that were thrown around today, and this would make sense from the. There was the whole controversy last uh, year about a lack of female directors. In general, are you about to say Wonder Woman's? What? I think Wonder Woman might direct this movie. No, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot could direct. No, uh, <laughs> somebody threw out Patty Jenkins. That's name, what I was. Yeah, um, as a possible director, and and I mean she's about to start on Wonder Woman too. I think, uh, but that wouldn't surprise me mm-hmm. because she's done two movies. She did Monster, mm-hmm. and then she did Wonder yeah. Woman. It's like, oh, she's two for two. She could probably yeah. do Star Wars. I wonder what James Cameron thinks about that. Oh, Dude, he needs to calm the fuck down. He's too busy writing Avatar 9 and 10 oh, right he's now. he's busy. Um, the other name that I saw thrown around is someone who I'm not that familiar with, and I hope I pronounced her name, Ava DuVernay. Have you guys heard of her? Not familiar. What has what she, she done? So she's done some smaller movies. Uh, she directed that Selma movie a couple years ago, and she's done... It's nothing, like, huge that she's done, but, like, they've all been critically acclaimed. Um, she's African-American female director, but she's doing that Wrinkle in Time oh, movie dude, for Disney. Oh, dude, I love those books. Madeline Langle? Um, Fuck yeah, that's so sweet. So I'm not familiar for A Wrinkle in Time or with A Wrinkle in Time. So, mm-hmm. Abby, you can fill me in on that right now. But early word is that the movie is very good. It's like good. young adult sci-fi. That, okay. Like, yeah. But it's, like, from the like the 60s or something mm-hmm. like that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Better she did that movie for Disney, Disney, and apparently the the early word is that it's it's great. So gotcha. I saw her name thrown around All a little right. bit. Cool, cool. Uh, now I'm excited for a Wrinkle in Time. There you go. Um, cool. And I think Ron Howard might like maybe he's what if he's doing so good on Han Solo? They're like, hey, you want to do Episode Nine? Like mm-hmm. you know, I think we're gonna get an announcement soon. Um, I don't. If I had to, like, just from what I've seen of Last Jedi so far, I. From what it's worth, I would say let Ryan Johnson finish it out. Mm-hmm. That that'd be yeah. my pick right now. Yeah. Right. Um, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if there's like a. I'm good. With, I mean, I'm good with that. Yeah. yeah. Go. Yeah. Don't. If it's not broken, then don't try to fix it. Let I've heard that. Going. Yeah. That is that. Did that's, you make that up? It felt like when I said it, I acted <laughs> like I was making it up for the first time. But yeah, don't. I feel like yeah. Let him keep going. Cool. So uh, we'll keep everyone updated. As soon as we get a new director for Star Wars, we will be talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. And Dude, those toys are out, too. Yeah, They're on shelves. We, Force we Friday. This will lead us into our Dragon Con conversation. We, once again, missed uh, Force Friday. Yeah. I saw everyone posting haul photos on Instagram and Facebook, and I was so jealous. Yeah. So. I haven't really gone out and looked at all the new toys yet, but uh, I'm excited to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I want to get all the porgs. There's, there's a lot of some porgs. Really cute porgs. There's like a flocked porg. Yeah. Pop Funko. Dude, I want to feel that. I can't wait. I'm gonna get it. I want like a fully interactive, like uh, animatronic, like a Furby porg. If that exists. Yet. Oh, a Furby. That's gotta. They gotta make that. They gotta. That do just it. make. That just makes too much sense. Oh, it's cute, Dude, guys. If that's on shelves this Christmas, if there's like a limited run of them, keep going. I just want it. 
I loved Furbies. I I needed one, and I they got were one. Very rare. Yeah, I liked them because of the fan. scarcity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to bum anybody out, but an article was released today that Toys R Us is about to file for bankruptcy. Oh, so. that's such a bummer. What? Yeah. Uh, apparently, oh, people God. are doing something called buying toys online. Oh, is that what's going on? No! No! I don't want Toys R Us's to close, but imagine those clearance sales. Oh, Oh. wow. Uh, Dude, that's uh, the thing, man. Let's talk about Dragon Con. Okay. All right. Let's do it, man. So uh, we all went to Dragon Con. Yeah. In 10 years, we're all going to be Toys R Us employees at Dragon Con because it'll be nostalgic. (laughs) (laughs) I was just concocting a plan where I was like, maybe I'll get a job there just so I can get the uniform and like keep it in mint condition. You just steal because I'm gonna want it in ten years. There's like a sweaty Jeffrey the Giraffe (laughs) costume in the backyard. I'm I'm taking this. We're gonna Um, take photos at least just to like remember it. Cool. So Dragon Con has come and gone. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. always a really good time. It's Mm -hmm. always full of highs and some lows, but not really too many lows this year. I think it was a pretty stress-free convention. I know for me personally, I never feel like I do enough, see enough, or buy enough. But it's just you're just so busy the whole time, and it takes a long time to get anywhere because it's everything's spread out, and there's so many people. Yeah, it's but, like you're uh, on a treadmill or like a constantly moving flow. Like the just there's you're always you need to be somewhere <clears throat> at all times. And yeah, yeah. So you do kind of feel at different points where it's like, oh, am I missing something? Yeah, so. and, and for people who've never been to Dragon Con, uh. It's kind of hard to explain. It's very different from Comic-Con. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, no matter how big it is, you still get the feeling that it's like you could – it's run by volunteers and you get that kind of DIY feeling. Uh, and I like it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I like it because of that. It doesn't feel corporate. Nah, the rules are kind of tight on like Friday maybe, but by <laughs> by Saturday night, Sunday morning, it's like you do whatever. By Saturday yeah, the night, ru- the it. rules are tight, but by Saturday night, you're throwing chairs off the balcony. Oh, <laughs> dude, what the fuck? No. Uh, yeah, yeah. I heard that was somebody that wasn't even like affiliated or like I don't know. I don't I've know. heard how many like false. Stories have we all heard so about many. that? Somebody on Reddit today was like, "Who's going to be the person who dresses as a, a falling chair?" Oh, dragon <laughs> I heard it. Be I heard it was Brent Spiner. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard it. I heard it was uh, our girl Karen Gillan. Thought, Karen he thought he was. Uh, <laughs> Brent Spiner thought he was in the hollow deck. <laughs> Just start launching chairs. That's yeah. Great. Oh, that would not be logical. Oh, man. He looks uh, good. We saw him from behind taking photos. Yeah. We never got that next gen photo. Let's talk about this. Let's real talk quick. about let's the things we it. didn't get. Let's talk about DragonCon <laughs> seems to be a big buildup of all the things you want to do. Yes. And then realizing you didn't do any of them. Yes. But, but yeah. guys. Yes. Let's talk about PKE Surge. Dude. Let's do it. I feel like so PKE Surge is our big annual Ghostbusters gathering. It's become the biggest Ghostbusters themed like event every year mm-hmm. uh-huh. and i think maybe this year was the biggest one of the it biggest was good yeah no it was good i heard we had uh our count was like around 90 in the parade yep. yeah which is that's a big count um that's pretty good they only give you a hundred ribbons that's I, very good i yeah, feel dude. like it's safe to say that 
besides Star Wars, Ghostbusters had the biggest presence of the Dragon Con parade this year. Mm-hmm. I think we, yeah, I think I think we're always a pretty big staple of the parade. Yeah, yeah, dude. We watched like the local news. The they recorded the parade and had some commentary, and the Ghostbusters portion was. It was like a yeah. hefty. Portion I mean, they of it, so. they give us slots for five cars in the parade. We used to we used to have more than that. I know. In past years, we've had up to seven at least. Like I know, one year we had seven. Maybe we've even had eight before, but they've limited it to five. And we, you know, we had two or three cars that were there at DragonCon, but couldn't be couldn't in the parade in, right. yeah. because that's all they allow. Yeah, yeah I thought we weren't going to have enough space for the lunch slash dinner that we had at the Mellow Mushroom on Sunday. I was going into yeah. like hostess mode and rearranging chairs and tables. Um, and when we were trying to figure out if we had enough prizes to give out to everybody, I was doing a head count. And I was like, oh, my God, there's like 65 or 70 people just sitting down right now, not including all of us who are, you know, organizing and walking around and stuff. So that was that was an awesome turnout. Yeah. It was very cool. And PK Easter just kind of divided into a couple different events throughout the weekend. Uh, we do a kickoff party on Friday night, which was extremely well attended. And, like, it's kind of hard to say how many people were there, but... Everybody who was in the parade was there at some mm-hmm. point, plus all sorts of other people who aren't necessarily like Ghostbusters, like community members, but just yeah. people who did Ghostbusters costumes yeah. and came and hung out at the party. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's awesome. It's awesome to see 100 or 150 people all celebrating the same fandom, all with awesome flight suits, proton packs, like. Yeah, help- just like last year, there was a whole gaggle of Holtzmans. Yeah. There was like 10 of them, I think. Yeah. Probably more. And it was good. And it's good to see all the people that, you know, you kind of interact with online. You don't see very often, maybe once a year, twice a year. Um, so the party was great. Mm-hmm. The parade was awesome. And then, yeah, we did our awards dinner. Congratulations to all of our award winners. Yes. Um, and thanks to Dan Harshman for doing the uh, announcing and the Yeah, thanks to Dan. It was glad Dan yeah. wasn't at a... Uh, he wasn't there last year. He wasn't so there last year. He, he was there this year to help organize. And uh, we had a great time. We had a really... A really fun event, and this was the ninth PKE surge. Next year will be the tenth, and hopefully we can even make it uh, bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool this year. Dan Shoning and Eric Burnham, uh, who obviously do the IDW Ghostbusters comics, uh, were at DragonCon, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, we got to meet them. Got to talk to Dan for a little while. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to try to get Dan on the show here pretty soon. Yes, and uh, it was funny. We were talking to him, and he was basically like, "Yeah, I'd be happy to come on and talk about the Ghostbusters comics, but." Uh, I kind of want to talk about horror movies more. Yeah. We're like, all right, <laughs> okay. let's do that. All yeah, right. it's going to be good. Yeah, I like that too. He's um, talking about Halloween 3 and like Critters. And... Yeah, I mean, he's a horror movie fan, yeah. and, and we are, and that'll be fun to have him on. And Well, I'm sure we'll talk some Ghostbusters. For mm-hmm. sure. And uh, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about some horror movies. Yeah. Um, but I, I just want to get your guys' perspective. Jake, how was uh, – you've had a couple days to, to come down from DragonCon. How was your experience this year? It was good, man. I I every if, I feel like every year I'm like that was the best Dragon Con. Like they're always fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like every year we have every year that goes I make more friends like in the Ghostbusters community and you're just like hanging out with more people. There's more people you know. Um and it was it was cool to have, you know, like, you know, John came, John Yurkeva came and like it was fun hanging out with him all weekend and just like other members of the community that I didn't know before we got the podcast going that now, you know, are people we interact with a lot Mm -hmm. and like online. It was just cool. The, the thing, 
the one thing that I do kind of uh, regret a little bit is that I have kind of fallen into this thing where every year at Dragon Con, I don't do anything. <laughs> like, it's gotten to the point where it's like, I do all the Ghostbuster stuff. You know, we'll check out the dealer rooms, check out the Walk of Fame. I don't get autographs anymore. I don't get pictures anymore. I don't go to panels. I haven't been to a fucking (laughs) Dragon Con panel in a very long time. And I was talking to a, I was talking to a friend of mine at Dragon Con, and they were like, they were like, oh, I got this at this time. I got to do this. I'm busy at this. This starts at midnight. I'm gonna be doing this. And and I'm like, what the fuck? God, (laughs) eat fucking whole weekends full, and I'm just like, I'll be here hanging out with Chase Ambrose. And there was like, so I've also gotten into this bad habit of not really checking out the guest list because honestly, it's almost, it's like 98% the same guest list every year at Dragon Con. Right. There'll be, there'll be like a couple surprises here and there, but usually it's like, usually the people that I want to meet or get autographs from, they either have, you know, been to Dragon Con many times or they just they don't dragon con doesn't really get those kind of guests anymore Mm -hmm. so i'm not thinking about anything we get to dragon con i'm looking through the booklet and i realize that um the guys who created the critters are there yeah uh they also um i'm not exactly sure how to say they're three brothers and it's like the kyoto brothers i think is how it's pronounced kyoto so they also wrote, directed, and did all the special effects for Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is, you know, like a classic. And right. they've done a lot of special effects. And I'm like, oh, cool. They're there. I didn't bring any critter. I, I own some cool critter stuff. But because I didn't look, you know, beforehand, I didn't bring anything cool for them to sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did. Craig, me and you went up to them and met them. They were super cool. Uh, I got like a, a critter's print. But they were doing like a critters panel that at one point we were both like, yeah, let's go to that. Why not? It's Sunday. It's like, you know, there's nothing else going to mm-hmm. not gonna be anything else to do. And then like that time rolls around and I didn't go like there were other there were like we we're going to get ready to go get in costumes and stuff like that. And I, I kind of regret a little bit that I didn't go to that panel and that yeah. I didn't I didn't like check ahead of time to see who was going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I had a whole bunch of stuff like set aside in the the Dragon Con app which everyone was waiting to see when that would update like on the Dragon Con Facebook group. Uh but yeah, when it finally did, like I set aside like a bunch of stuff I wanted to do and panels I wanted to see and I've been doing that the last 2 years and then I just never go to any of them. So I definitely wanted to and I feel like next year I want to make time to to like go to a panel cuz there's something about like being there and hearing all the questions and like it's it's just like we're getting old yeah that is what is happening exactly i feel and like i think a lot we of can't commit to, to like oh well we're doing a costume there's no <laughs> way i can make it to a panel where you know i gotta do this I gotta costume take a nap. five hours from now <laughs> well uh, there's like the logistics of getting to and from the room and like the elevators uh which we did find a little loophole this year who wants to <laughs> is craig afraid to talk about it hey there was an opportunity presented to us throughout the weekend. I'm not going to name what <laughs> hotel that we were at. We were on the 14th floor and at Dragon Con, the elevators get very backed up mm-hmm. and we were able to gain access and utilize the employee service elevator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was amazing because we were all in our Ghostbusters uh, uniforms with like gear on. And <laughs> first we walk into like, 
the back part of the hotel area where there's just like the uh like the what the moving tables with like the linen and like it just looks like you're in Ghostbusters and like everyone's taking so pictures. So imagine and, this like you would let's say you were went out to eat and you were wearing your Ghostbusters gear. You would never be inclined to just walk into the kitchen and hang out for a while, but that's kind of, <laughs> but being back there felt kind like appropriate. It's kind yeah, of what we did. I liked it. So, yeah. uh, did we cheat the system? Yes, a but bit. but was everyone cheating the system so much no. so to the point that no. they like like no. like ten people nope. maybe? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Hey, but because we did that, we did get off the service elevator on the first floor. And uh, security or whatever was like escorting, <laughs> escorting Kane oh, yeah. to his room. So it was just Kane, the Kane, the wrestler, and like and Ricky his Steamboat. handler. Yeah. And Ricky Steamboat and his handler is just sitting in the service <laughs> elevator area. Us, the doors open. Yeah, the doors <laughs> open. We all walk out, and Kane goes, "Hey guys, that's amazing." <laughs> and I was like, "That's gotta be Kane." Yeah, I should have looked at him and been like, "Hey, man, heard your brother was the dead man. We could take care of that." <laughs> Whoa! I want a picture oh, of us boy. busting the Undertaker, and he's like, "I'm just a regular person." <laughs> Tell it to the judge. Uh, no, yeah. So yeah, we uh, they did end up putting up signs that said "employees only." Uh, mm-hmm. I did see later on on Monday that sign had already been ripped down. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, it was Somebody, fun. We got scolded, maybe. My favorite you? moment was like, okay. so after security, like we got off the elevator at one point and security was like, you guys need to stop. <laughs> and then like we were going to go back and we started walking <laughs> to the regular elevator and somebody in our group was like, why aren't we using the service elevator? And before <laughs> anybody said anything, Jake goes, Craig's scared. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, wait, what? Because well, we were getting scolded while in while we were inside the elevator going down. Like, I was just trying to call like, you out, man. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I guess Craig's just scared. Craig is scared. He's a baby. He's scared of the service elevator. Uh, I don't, I don't, well, I was just imagining, like, the service elevator gets stuck. God, it was so convenient, though, for those first few trips. I imagine we get stuck, we have to call the emergency button, and they're like, okay, what's your employee number? <laughs> and you're like, oh. 69. Eight, yeah, 69, episode. Episode 69. Um, but it's also one of those things in life, like, if you act like you belong, you belong. Right. There like, was – there was there, Okay, so there was a point where we got in those elevators and there were some uh, – there were some employees. And they were a little annoyed that we were in there. And one of the guys was like, hey, he was – he was he kind of got a little loud. He was like, these are for employees only. You guys don't need to be in here. Um and then our 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 good friend Michael Kosky was in the elevator, and he like completely diffused the situation and made a joke. Oh yeah, he was like, well, "I laughing. cleaned my own yeah. room." He's like, "I cleaned yeah. my own room." He was like, "I cleaned my room," and the guy like immediately started laughing, and it was yeah. like, "Oh wait, this is not scary anymore." They're, they're right. laughing with us now, so it was right. that was okay. That was a good one. It was good. It was good. It was a was fun. Still scared. It's it'll be a fun memory for all of us. Yeah. And, We'll probably all be staying in that hotel again next year, and we'll probably all be using the service elevator again. For you sure. got to. You have to, or you're stuck yes. for hours. Um, yes. So, anyways, yes. that was one aspect of DragonCon that was very enjoyable. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let's talk. We, we hey, did. Hey, let's listen to the Yes Have Some episode about DragonCon where they talk about the fucking elevators <laughs> the for an hour. Elevator for 25 minutes. 
What will be longer, our discussion about the elevators or your wait for the elevator? Oh, the moral ramifications of the service elevator. Uh, Should we or shouldn't we? Hey, I guarantee late night there's some service happening in those elevators. Oh, there was definitely some service. I think my number one bum out is, like, I really wanted to see, like, Dragon Con is known... There's like many aspects of Dragon Con, like, but one of the it's known as a party convention, and there there was articles this week like there is like an like I don't want to say seedy or dark, but there's definitely an adult underbelly underbelly. There's like uh, there's like bondage parties and like there's swingers and there's all sorts of stuff, and not that I wanted to partake in any of that, but I feel like next you want to infiltrate and like I wanted to take document. a peek. And yes. then, like, walk into the room and then run out and just have we'll that just get, experience we'll get and that memory. We'll get furry outfits next year. That's all you got to do. I think Dude, next year. We would, can we go undercover? Well, we made we made the joke for PKE Surge 10 to call it PKE Surge Extreme. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I want to do. I want to get extreme next year. I want to start. I want to. Yes, I like this idea because I get to be China. We already had. Oh, Degeneration yeah, Extreme? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Uh, I want. I get to be China. You know she's dead. Yeah, ooh, really fun. <laughs> Said no one ever. Yeah, I get to be China. <laughs> get to be China. It's got to be great. I can't wait. Um, so yeah, I want to see some of the crazy stuff. Like this year was, I feel like this year was really about like connecting with the Ghostbusters family, mm-hmm. seeing our friends, hanging out. We did some good costumes this year. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that here in a second. But next year. I want to see some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. I want to see like, I want to see somebody doing cocaine off an R two D two. Oh, we there was someone doing something. Remember that one guy that was sitting on like the uh, in the elevator corridor area? There was oh just, yeah. Oh, he had, he asked us if we were good. I think he was off. There was something. I don't know. I want to. It see, wasn't like, as exciting as I wanted it to be. I want to. T- I want to see two stormtroopers doing it. Doing it. Yeah. yeah. I want to see some stuff I will never forget. Yeah. Yeah. Next year, for sure. Um, uh, I, I'm gonna Mike. I'm gonna be BB masturbate next Whoa. year for Dragon Con. I just made that up. Did that work? Let's yeah. analyze if that no. worked. No, I don't think so. no, didn't work. All right, R two double D two. See, that's good. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, C three P ho. I like that. Uh, 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 is there anything? Are we done? Yeah, no, I mean, job of the slut. That's there it is. It's fun. He's comfortable oh. with it. And uh, <sighs> Princess Leia? Just Princess Leia. Oh, respect. <laughs> Massive respect. Oh, my God. Oh. All right. Well, now that we've 48 minutes and we've gone off the rails, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, I'm glad we're back. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're back. We are back. I'm glad we're back. Yeah, we're back. We've got some good back. puns. Yeah. We back. And we back. And we back. Um. And uh, all right, cool. So let's talk about costumes. <laughs> yeah, well, Ab- success. Success. I had some success with uh, my George. George your George again. costume. My George costume. George Costanza. <laughs> George is getting angry. Um, dude, no. Uh, I feel like uh, that costume was what costume? My Georgie. My George Denbro costume uh, from the new movie. It. Uh, gotcha. It's based on like the the raincoat, and I did the green boots and. I carried, I think I carried too many balloons because, like, after seeing those pictures from the premiere, like, I saw the promotional people that had the raincoats on were only holding the one balloon and they looked down. And I was like, <clears> dude, why did I smile in, like, every single photo? I'm supposed to be, like, a dead boy. Uh, so <laughs> I wish I had looked a little bit more sad and, like, maybe thought about that. 
But like I never think about those things because I don't think about posing because I'm not like a professional. Um, but wearing that costume, like I really enjoyed it because walking around, um, like I had a lot of cool reactions from people and like it's just fun because like anyone that reacts to that, you know, they're either a fan of Stephen King, like the book or like the miniseries or they're excited about the upcoming movie. So I had a lot of cool conversations and it was funny because people would either be like, oh, like, no, like frightened by it. Like, no, I don't even want any part of that. Like put their hand up to me. Or I had like a lot of people were like, oh, like, oh, that's so sad. Like, I'll feel bad, um, which both were great and both made me really happy. Um and yeah, I'm gonna. I like. I might wear the raincoat tomorrow to the movie, but I'm also like, I've never really worn a costume to a movie premiere, so maybe I won't. Um, but also, the balloons kept getting in everyone's way and like face when I was walking down the hallways. Qui Gon so, jizz. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Keep no, going. Good. I was trying to do something with Darth Vader, like an invader, for a long time. And I couldn't. Darth do invade, invade her. her. I like that. There it is. Thank All right, you. Cool. Ugh. That was on the back burner. Anyway, you know, the Georgie costume was awesome. That was honestly probably, like, my favorite thing that I wore the whole weekend was all I was trying to say. Um, the blowing up the balloon process was really fun. We were all in the room. Jake, John, our buddy Hal, you, obviously. Um, it was like a good group. Thanks. You, obviously. You That's obviously. my new name. I was afraid of tying off the balloons at first, uh, but then I got it, and, like, I tied all my balloons. I carried 13 when I went out the first time on Thursday, then I carried seven balloons on Sunday night. I had somebody ask me, like, to, if I was giving them out. I was like, uh, no. No. I'm really sorry. Uh, I only have one tank. And I do want to blow some more up just to, like, celebrate for the premiere tomorrow. So. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that Georgie was good. Was and then somebody made you uh, uh, SS Georgie paper bag. Yes, dude. I need to get his name real fast. So well, while you do while that. While I'm doing that, y'all talk about your costumes. What was your Jake favorite? Jake brought back his uh, Captain Quint costume. Mm-hmm. I did. And yeah. uh, I'm not going to lie. Like, that costume always got a good reaction. But I think this year you it accentuated a... it with a little prop and damn. It got like an eyebrow raise from Jake the stole the show. Here. Jake stole the Neil show. Neil Ward, by the way. What's up, Neil? Thank you so much for uh, making that. If you listen, I appreciate the uh, SS Georgie boats. Very cool. Yeah. You were my Bill. So thanks, Bill. Bill! <laughs> no! I kept saying that, by the way. Oh, it made me so happy. Anyway, continue, Jay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, so I did Quint, and you know what? The the last time I did Quint was like, I don't know, it was like two years ago, and I had a group. It was me, uh, our good friends, uh, Matt Burkett and Adam, and we, uh, we you know, we did the three main dudes, and uh, it was good. We weren't out in it very long, though, and I think I only wore it that one time that year. I think I just wore it all together, and that was it. Um, I decided to bring it back this year because, you know, we're, we're going to be going to Spooky, next month and Richard Dreyfus is going to be there. And I'm like, Hey, I'm going to wear this for him. So I was like, you know what? I should just do it. And I was like, Hey, I'm going to get a chalkboard. I'm going to get a chalkboard. I'm going to put the shark on it. And then I also decided it would be amazing to put the bring back the jaws right on there. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was the sign or what, but people fucking loved this costume. People wanted to fuck. It was constant picture taking, constant (laughs) picture taking. Like even it was like, at one point, it was like one in the morning, and our little group was in the corner of like the way less busy hotel, sitting down. And I still was like, I was like, cool. I'm tired of getting up and letting people take pictures of me at this point. It was pretty crazy, and I think it was, just, I think it was because of the sign. Yes. Um, but it was fun. It, it's it's uh, the most comfortable costume <laughs> I've ever worn. It it gets a little warm because it's a 
jacket over a long sleeve shirt. But mm-hmm. besides that, I'm not having to wear, you know, the only other costume I've ever done really is, uh, I mean, I've done a few, but mainly it's Ghostbusters every year. Mm-hmm. And mainly, and it's usually Ghostbusters costumes like every night of Dragon Con. Yeah. And that kills your feet, kills your shoulders, kills your back. So it was fun. It was fun to be Quint. It was really cool for people to recognize what it was. And, and a lot of people feel the same way I do about bringing back the Jaws ride. So it was, it was super fun. Dude, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was a good time. I just like we, got, we got some good pictures out of it. Too. Some good yes. pictures. And then uh, this guy, Chris Gore, who mm-hmm. I guess he, he has a podcast called Film Threat. And they were actually doing a live podcast at Dragon Con, which is mm-hmm. something we want to do next year. Yes. And, uh, oh, God, that would be so much fun. Yes. Uh, but anyways, he used to be, I guess, on G4 TV, uh, and he's a, a writer and a comedian. Uh, at least he is, according to his Instagram. But he posted a picture of Jake uh, in his Quint uh, costume. It was a really good picture. Got a ton of likes. Dude, he got all the clicks. And uh, Jake, there's something about the way you squint in that costume. Squint and Quint. Quint, squint. Well, I, I've tried to, like, you know, his. that's how his eyes are. His eyes are very squinty. In some pictures, I like I, I sat in front of the mirror because my my jaw is very round, and I you know I got I got some pounds on me, so my face is kind of round. And I tried to like figure out if you look at some of the pictures, you can see I'm kind of trying to do something with my face to make my face a little more square. Okay, and it and it, it, it's it's a weird thing, but I was trying to like manipulate my jaw a little bit, and in some pictures it looks pretty good. If you look at the picture, I think of. Abby of me and you that's in black and white. Oh, I look at that picture all the time now. It makes me so happy because I look like a little asshole and you look like Quint. So it's Yeah, great. you can kind of tell in that picture that I'm, I'm, my face looks a little different. Yeah. Well, Dude, the sign Jake I'm manipulating made... my face to look like a teenage boy because yeah. I had to practice that. Um, no, it was yeah. great. It was great. The sign looked great. Uh, and yes, I like that costume because Jake and I get to do our makeup together in the mirror. Like while I was sitting Indian style, like getting, ready. Oh, I don't oh. remember what I was wearing, but cause you got to put like a little bit of the, you know, the gray on your beard and stuff. Yeah. yeah I gotta do a lot. I gotta do a lot of makeup beard, application but, for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. And it looks um, good though. And yeah, so we, that we, you know, we did our Ghostbusters costumes. Abby, you did baby driver. Yeah. Uh, Abby and myself did John Connor and John mm-hmm. Connor's friend, Tim from T2. Yes. Which that was amazing. The it internet was, reaction to that was like, on fire. Right. Like people saw us with the photo of us by the ATM and it was like, Oh my God, I know exactly what that is. But I think in person it was, it does, it maybe didn't come off as well. Cause you just looked like, I kept saying it's like, you don't look like you're wearing a costume. You look like some punk kid who just snuck into dragon. Yeah. Con. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was great. Uh, it was a, but that's actually it was a lot I of fun to do that. So. Um, and, uh, I think my favorite costume I wore all weekend were, uh, my new, Bright pink and purple Fila swim trunks. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, that, those are good. Yeah, uh, I, thanks, I bought, Urban Outfitters. I Wait. bought. Yeah, I bought them before the convention, with the intention of swimming at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, a hotel Dude, that we stayed in didn't have a pool anymore. I buy a bikini every single year, the same black bikini, and then I never wear it. Like I, it's we need to go swimming for sure. Yeah, but I wore them, I wore them proudly all weekend, mm-hmm. uh, and they're very comfortable. So mm-hmm. uh, big up. Uh, big ups to Fila. <laughs> Good job, guys. You're doing well in 2017. <laughs> Never thought I'd say that. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, they had a No, game. dude, when you get to Dragon Con, you got to find, like, your one comfortable um, outfit and pretty much... But we did. It was fun. It's always fun to dress up, mm-hmm. you know, wear your Ghostbusters stuff. And there was a funny yeah. moment. Uh, 
so Jake, myself, and John, the first night, were dressed up as Ghostbusters. And there was this, like, how do I say this without sounding like an asshole? We're just cool-looking people. Like, oh, you're good-looking. We're, we're good-looking, cool people. I'm sorry. Like, we were look like, Jake and myself had on our GB2 uniforms. Mm-hmm. John was wearing, like, his, like, his custom, like, Kevlar vest, Ghostbuster uniform, whatever it was. And we yeah. just, we looked good. And uh, we walked into one of the coffee shops. And the two ladies that work there, uh, Abby went to the bathroom and, mm-hmm. uh, just for like two seconds. And then the three of us walked into this little coffee shop. It's pretty crowded. And they look at us and the girl looks at John and goes, oh, he's hot. <laughs> and then the girl looked at me. I didn't, I didn't hear this exchange. <laughs> I did not this. hear this. So no. she looks at John and goes, oh, he's hot. And then she looks at me and goes, he's even hotter. And then the other, <laughs> the other girl looks at Jake and goes, God, he's the hottest. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was like, it was like, yeah, we are hot. We're good looking. Yeah, dude, there's something about that uniform. Like, uh, in it general. was good. It was a really, it was a good. And that was like, we'd been to DragonCon for like two hours. Like, Man, it's gonna be a good weekend. Dude, I know. And then fast forward to all of us like passed out yeah. in the room. Yeah, like just, just asleep, eating, uh, like, smelling. Candy. Yeah. So yeah, it was good. It was. It was good. Uh, it's always fun to wear that stuff. And yeah. like we said earlier, the parade was uh, was awesome. Uh, I guess the update was the slime blower that I uh, built and completely was fucked stolen up. by me for Abby the entire weekend. Uh, but it was good. It turned out well, and I got a lot it of looked great. Uh, yeah. Thank yeah, you, thank you. Sure. I got a lot of good feedback on it. People seem to hey, enjoy it. I want to tell you. You know what? If you were not in the PKE planning staff, you probably wouldn't want an award that for that thing. Hey. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll make myself my Maybe own he award. still can. Uh, <laughs> guys, I, I'm quitting. We know the guy. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to ask Hal to make me a best hey, best third attempt at a slime blower. <laughs> best cream blaster. Um, and, uh, but my, my, and, and, uh, and I'm sure we'll be talking more and more about DragonCon over the next couple episodes. But uh, I do want to say I don't want to get sentimental, but it was really awesome seeing some of our you know, good friends who we don't get to see very often. So special shout outs. And if I leave anybody out, mm-hmm. it's on purpose. I just, yeah. I promise. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, thank you to John Yurkeba for coming out and uh, spending PK surge with us. It was really cool. Uh, he won, uh, yeah, he did a poster for PK surge mm-hmm. and uh, he actually won an award for uh, mm-hmm. best community contribution. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he lost it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, John, so unfortunately, you found a, Eddie Bauer backpack at the Hartsfield Jackson Airport. It's black and it's yeah. got an award in it. Then it's John. So <laughs> if, you're, if you if you stole a bag today, if you stole something, hoping for something yeah. more than a homemade wooden plaque, uh, no, John left his bag at the airport, which yeah, sucks, sucks. And hopefully it'll turn up. And a lot of the time, uh, those kind of things do turn up. So mm-hmm. fingers crossed. But thanks for John for coming out. Uh, really, really cool to see Chase, our good friend Chase Ambrose. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Katie, uh, his wife. Chase and Katie. Uh, Chase uh, lives in Mississippi right now. Uh, he's just doing the news out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we haven't seen him in a long time, so good to see Chase. Yeah, and Katie um, made an awesome Abby Yates, uh, like the helmet from Answer the Call. Yep, also award-winning. Yeah, way to go, dude. Best reboot gear. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, it was good to see uh, all of our friends from all over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Austin Young surprised everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he was sneaky. He yeah. was sneaky. Yeah. He had said he wasn't coming, and he showed up, and Austin was just like, he's just a good, solid yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, but seriously, and, and uh, it was really cool spending time with everyone and seeing everybody. And uh, even good old 
Zach Myers made it out to he the popped PK in there. dinner. Uh, we're going way inside baseball. There's people listening to this going, who the yeah. fuck are these people? Right. So we'll move on. But thank you for everyone who came out, mm-hmm. celebrated PKE Surge, and uh, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Mm. And uh, thank you. Thank mm. you. It gives us life. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have another thank you, but I'm not going to go there right now. So any more thoughts on Dragon Con before we move on? It's good. No. I'm, I'm ready, ready for, for it. I'm, I'm ready, ready for, for next year. And next year, we cannot let ourselves pass up next using, generation photo. Oh, I thought you said mm. pass up using the service, that service elevator. That service elevator. Oh, we're, uh, we're doing that. We're recording yeah. a podcast from the service elevator. <laughs> we might. Uh, they might shut it down while we're in I'm there. I'm going to stay in the service <laughs> elevator the entire time. Uh, all right, cool. We're an hour in. Yeah. You all ready to get stressed? We're here. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a little bit of stress. You're looking a little stressed. Is this some radical new therapy? Why don't you do something with your life? Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. Uh, all right, cool. So it's time for that weekly moment where we shed our... Shed something. We shed our skin. I don't know. Shed some we, tears, we maybe. Shed our skin. We shed our skin. <laughs> All over the place. Oh, that's good. It's time to get stressed here on Yes, Have Some Podcast. I don't know who wants to start. She, I can start. I'll do it. She Jake can start. Go for it, Jake. Jake, why don't you start us off, man? What's All going right. On? I'll start us off. I just want to say at the top of the stress, real quick, I, we don't have to talk about this too much. Abby, I think you're probably going to hit on it, too. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking about it a lot. We've already talked about it in this episode, but tomorrow it comes out, and uh. Uh, I think I've, I'm starting to feel like I feel even more anxious about and, and more excited about this than I was for Ghostbusters, and that's insane. Yeah, um, me too. I, I've been rereading it, and Same. I um, you know, had it sectioned out to where it would pretty much finish it right before the film, and I, I finished it today. I that's finished good. my second reading of it today. It's sad. There's, there's, you know, it's a sad book, especially at the end, and... Uh, I'm super excited to see this movie tomorrow. I just had to get that out. It's tomorrow. It oh, is yeah, tomorrow. Uh, it's doing, it's tracking very well, and it's at like 90-something on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And, you know, that could change because it's not actually out yet, but the fucking movie comes out tomorrow. Right. All right. So my stress, though, is something that I was, something that I did that I'm embarrassed about. Okay. And I told Craig about it. So Craig knows. Um, but so we have spooky empire coming up, mm-hmm. uh, next month and yes. Richard Dreyfus is going to be there and mm-hmm. I've met him before and it was a normal clothes meeting. There was no dress up. I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to dress up. I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be Jake. I don't know how he's going to take to, if I would show up in Quint and, you know, you always hear stories of how like grumpy he is. And I was like, I'm just going to, we'll do normal clothes. Met him in normal clothes, got a picture, turned out good. Everything was fine. He was in like super good spirits. We've talked about it before. But I was like, hey, if I'm going to meet him again, I've already met him. I might as well go for it. And I might as well do Quint. I might as well, like, I could get a picture of myself with Richard Dreyfuss where I'm dressed as Quint. Why? I I should do it. So that was why I went ahead and shaved for Dragon Con. Because I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to shave next month. I might as well just go ahead and do the costume. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting ready for the tattoo convention a, a week ago or, you know, two weeks ago at this point. 
and <laughs> it's like the night before the tattoo convention, and I have a tattoo on the side of my face. And usually when I go to the convention or something like that, sometimes I'll trim up, you know, my my beard or I'll trim up the hair on the side of my head so you can see it. So I'm doing that. And halfway through doing that, I realize that I'm shaving my sideburn off. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I just shaved off my right sideburn, which is a hundred percent needed for a Quint costume. Yeah. And I just immediately felt like a giant idiot. I was like super embarrassed. I didn't like shave it all off, but I got a good little chunk and I was like, well, it will, it will grow back before, you know, Richard Dreyfuss, but it's not going to grow back in a week for Dragon Con. So I had to like, I had to figure out a way to like fake, part of a sideburn yeah uh and it worked out it worked out yeah it worked out i i I did a little bit of a makeup trick and i used part of the wig and i took some of my long hair and cut it so where when it was down it would it would be the right length and i actually had a guy come up to me at one point he was like whoa that's your real hair for your sideburns like wow awesome and i was like oh shit oh cool i guess i hey did he like twirl it in his finger you should have looked at it and like (laughs) Uh, yeah. Well, I fooled you because I shaved my sideburn off. <laughs> yeah. You're an idiot. <laughs> it was just so like, this is weird because this isn't, this isn't stress I have anymore because this is in the past, but it's such a weird story. And I felt so stupid that I didn't even like tell anybody for a while after I did it, but I was just like, ugh. Yeah. Well, you told it me. It sounds like my balloon release. And I remember Jake called me. I was like, oh, dude, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's literally not a big deal. Then I hung up the phone. I was like, Dragon God's canceled. <laughs> Jake lost sideburn. It's I'm over. Not, there was, dude, there I'm was not literally showing like, up with this one sideburn <laughs> fool. There was literally a time right when I did it where I was like, I guess I'm not fucking doing this Quint costume. Like that immediately, <laughs> that was my thought process. It was like, cool, not doing Quint, dude. My, my just gonna do can't Ghostbusters. Oh man, that's uh, we've all had that. Like, I know Ab, you've had the the moment of like. You're trimming a wig before Dragon Yeah, that Con. happened with my John Connor wig, which I procrastinated all the way up until, like, Jake and John were both here the night before Dragon Con for me to, like, do my last trim job on. Which, deep down, because I'm a perfectionist, I personally wasn't totally happy with. I was like, oh, I took too much off of, like, the front angle because I obviously, like, idolize his whole aesthetic and I love his haircut in that movie. So I didn't want to, like, fuck it up. So I put it off and put it off and then I still... Deep down, I still this might be my stress. I feel like I cut the wig too short on like that one front piece. So I totally feel you on this, Jake. And it's very stressful. Well, a lot of people don't realize the, it's the Terminator wasn't coming back to protect John Connor from a T one thousand and make sure that he saves the human race when Skynet goes live. Oh yeah. What was war. it? It was his hair. It's because of his hair? Yeah, it was his hair. <laughs> it's very important. There's a deleted scene where he's trying to cut his hair and Arnold's like, Don't do it. Don't. <laughs> Don't that's why cry. why'd you cry because he had a bad haircut because those bangs were all messed up yeah dude hair stuff and you just took little... those scissors you were like hasta la vista bangs Baby. oh damn <laughs> it's true though uh cool jake so that's some good stress what uh what else that's it that's, that's it that's all the stress you know you just i mean beyond yeah. that it's just 
um, you know, what? we're in our planning stages for Spooky, and, yeah. and that's a little stressful, yeah. not having a room yet and trying to figure out what that's going to be like, trying to figure out what I want Richard Dreyfus to sign, uh, figuring out how the pictures are going to work, or is it going to turn out stupid? Like, uh, that's stressful. <laughs> I sure. like that Jake offered what we are going to call post-dated stress. Yes. Because you got yeah. through it. Hosted. Now, Jake, I'm, I'm through it. I don't want to. I don't want to throw anything new at you because you weren't. You weren't prepared for this. Uh huh. Maybe okay. you know about this. Maybe okay. you just. So I'm getting stressed on Jake's behalf right now. So flustered. But did you see the announcement today for Netflix? Oh boy, for what is it? Netflix announced today that they have signed on for two years for a prequel series to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. What the fuck? Yeah. A prequel? Sarah Paulson, who is the... Sarah Paulson... Hold on, I'm trying. Sarah Paulson from American Horror Story, who was also playing Marsha Clark. Yes. She's very talented. Yeah. This It is a series specifically surrounding... the character of Nurse Ratchet. Nurse oh, okay. oh, cool. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know, I I have I like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest a lot. I haven't seen it in a very it. long time. I haven't seen all of it. I've seen parts of it. I feel like I will like it. Jake, that's one of your favorites though, right? I love it. I love One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It's a good book. It's a it's a very good play and the movie is it's amazing. It's one of my it's one of my favorite movies, yeah. So how do you cool. feel? It, a prequel sounds weird. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest seems like something that doesn't need a sequel or a prequel or anything. It's just, you know, like if you if you made another movie of the source material, okay, that that's fine. But a prequel just seems it's like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is like, I don't know, it's like classic literature and it just seems weird to be like, let's make a prequel, especially if you know what One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is about. Right. So mm-hmm. real quick, so it's being done by. I want to know why Nurse spoilers. Ratchet is such a mean person. So it's mm. Ryan Murphy's doing it, and he's the guy who does American Horror Story. Uh, Show sucks. And it says it's the origin story <laughs> beginning in 1947. Follows Ratchet's journey and evolution from nurse to monster. The show will follow her deadly progression through the mental health care system. Okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Hey. Well, now that's on my list of things to watch. I don't hey, know there's if it's another, technically... There's a, actually like, a sequel a lot of people know about. It's called uh, Dr. Giggles. <laughs> what? That's a movie. That's a, shit, a, that's a, a shitty movie. horror movie. Who's the... Wait a minute. Who's in Dr. Giggles? I I've got to look this up. I have Is no it idea. the principal from uh, Ferris Bueller? Am I confusing things? Uh, I'm not sure who's in that. All right. Well, Abby looks up Dr. Giggles. I thought you made that up. No, it's a real movie. It's a horror movie. Okay, I see. Uh, It's it's basically one of the best Doctor movies. It's clearly one of the better ones. All right. So, Jake, we got some stress. How are you feeling? You feeling good about that? No. Well, I mean, no, you're stressed. Well, you're growing in. Yeah, Yeah. I did until you fucking, like, made it. It turned it into real stress. I want to make this a segment that we do like once a month where we surprise each other with stress. You think you're stressed, but you have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, Abby, I hid something in one of James your... Gunn is waiting in the closet for you to ask him five questions <laughs> that you have to write down in five minutes. Do it. And then you open it up and it's not James Gunn. No, 
It's just your Marty McFly hot toy. It's my hot toy. You hid in the closet. That's another story for That's another time. That's a story time. for another day. I can do my stress next. You could do it. Does well, somebody... I was going to piggyback off Jake, actually. All right, you go then. Just really quick. With the Richard Dreyfus thing, um, I want to Wait, do... is this your stress? Yeah, my it's it's on there. It's not something I wrote down, but it's it's a segue I was thinking of. I like so segues. you're stressing now. Yeah, I'm stressed All right, out. Good, just making sure. Well, if we do that, if we meet Richard Dreyfus when we're down at Spooky Empire, I want to do what about Bob costumes, and I want to get either a "Don't Hassle Me, I'm Local" T-shirt, or I want to do the Siggy costume. And if you do the Bob Wiley costume, I'd love to do like a good photo op with him, just like you, Jake, in costume, because I think that sounds fun. I'm kind of jealous. I like right. that idea. Um, hey Jake, if you do the photo op with Quentin uh, Richard Dreyfus, can I dress up in your shark costume and be in the background? <laughs> yeah, of course you can. Thank you. Oh, that's great. Dude, and there then Jake couple- photoshops me out. Like, what happened? <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, yeah, so that was on my list. It just added that to my list. I'm stressed when it comes to like meeting people. Uh, we have we got in to meet Stephen King, which was very difficult for the October sixth. Sleeping Beauty, is it, uh, shit, dude, I need, what's the name of the new, hey, you keep saying meet, we are definitely not going to meet Stephen King, no, that's not gonna happen, but I want to, so I guess I keep wishing and hoping, and, there's a book signing, reading, it's not even a signing, it's just, it's a speaking engagement with Stephen King and his stun, it is stun, his stun, uh, he's got a stone called Stun, his son. Yeah, it is called Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty is the new book he wrote with his son. It's mm-hmm. in Sarasota, Florida on October 6th. Mm-hmm. And we got passes for it. Yeah. So, Go on. Yeah, I guess my stress is that I'm convinced that I'm meeting him and I'm clearly not. So there you go. Uh, but no, that event is exciting and I hope that we can go to it and make it. Um, and I hope that we're able to get in and that we can pull it all off because it's exciting. Um, oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Let's ex- I hope we can pull it off. Like, it's not, it's, we're not sneaking in anywhere. It's not Mission Impossible. It's not like I Ocean's I Eleven. I convinced myself that there's like a really long line and like a waiting process that I'm going to do. I just, I like, I like saying I hope we can pull it off to something that we're just actually doing. Like, we're definitely doing Hey, you want to go out to dinner tonight? Yeah, I hope we can pull it off. But, oh, okay. I guess I'm pessimistic about the whole thing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm actually stressed. Um, there's also, um, a magazine, the Entertainment Weekly, that I want to get that has um, it's like a special edition, collector's edition that has Stephen King like film adaptations like in the highlight, and there's like a bunch of stuff about it that's in there. And Jake, have you picked that up yet? I did. Um, I went looking for it at Books a Million. They didn't have it, and I just randomly found it at Target. Fuck and yeah, it's, awesome! It's got some really great stuff in it. Yeah, so I'm thinking I might get up tomorrow morning and go out and buy that. And I'm also toying with the idea of driving up to, like, my childhood library because I was listening to those chapters of it on audiobook today. Like, the Ben Hanscom, like, uh, I think it's it's early on in the book, like, part two. Um, but when he goes to the library, like, the first day of summer, and uh, it just made me want to go up and, like, read more of my book there and, like, do something to commemorate the premiere of the movie tomorrow night. So I'm excited about that stuff. Um, more Stephen King things. Uh, Jake, you sent me today a link. There is Netflix is putting out a new series, um, like uh, adaptation of Gerald's Game, uh, which comes out on September 29th. And I just I have to read the book now, and it's actually not that long. It's like 332 pages. So I have three weeks, and I think I can do it. And I'm just Let's do it. yeah, I'm excited, but I'm kind of stressed because apparently the mist wasn't even that good, and like. It's just yeah. the Stephen King well, adaptation here, world is weird, so yeah. Yeah, but The Mist is like, 
The Mist, I'll, I'll tell you, I watched like the first three episodes of The Mist, or maybe two and a half, and I thought it was awful. And it's nothing, it's not an adaptation. It's just like, hey, let's take, you know, the the very small base of what this story is and just make our own story out of it. It's not the same characters. It's not the same right. thing at all. It's, it's, it is people trapped by a mist, but there's like, from what I saw, unless they unveiled more, there's, there's not like actually monsters there. It was just way different. It was not good. Gerald's game. It's not a series. It's a movie and it is an adaptation of the book. And I really liked Gerald's game. It's very weird. Um, there's a lot of very strange stuff in it, mm-hmm. but I really, really liked it. And watching the trailer, all of that was like, like it, I was like, whoa, this looks good. All of that is in the book. It didn't yeah. look like they were changing. It looked like they're sticking pretty close uh, to the book. And I had read that that director has always really loved Gerald's game and has always wanted yeah. to to make an adaptation of it. And that's, I feel like that's something directors will just say, mm-hmm. but that's a weird book to, to be the one you want to make a, a movie out of. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it look, I'm excited about it. It looks great. It looks great from what we've seen. Right. Yeah. That's exciting. I guess, um, I didn't know that it was a movie. I thought it was a series. So it looks exciting. And I like the trailer too. And I like that from what you said, cause I remember when you finished reading that book, you said there was some fucked up weird stuff in it. So, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to read it. So I'm excited to read this book. I think I'm going to start reading it tonight. So No. I don't know if you can pull it off. I, I, I hope I can pull it off. I don't know if there's going to be people in line stopping me. <laughs> stopping so you from reading. So we'll see what happens. You won't read Gerald's game tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of Netflix movies, Abby and myself just watched the, new re- the newly released Little Evil. Dude, that movie is so good. Jake, did you watch that yet? I have not seen it. All right. Well, we won't go into too much detail, but Ab, take it away. I think that is my stress is that we can't go into too much detail because like that's all I want to talk about right now. I can't stop thinking about it. It was a really good movie. It had Adam Scott in it. Um, I'm not sure I should look up who the director of the movie was because he was also this, wrote it. Yeah, it was really good. It was, a, it was the same guy, I think, who, who directed uh, Tucker and Dale yes, versus which I Evil, haven't which, seen. which is really funny. Yeah. yeah. Everybody says it's amazing. Um yeah, Eli, Eli Craig. Eli yeah. Craig, yeah. So it was good. This is really good. I would check it out, Jake. Um, for those of you, it's kind of like uh, it's a modern take on like The Omen. Like the the like uh, Adam Scott is the stepfather uh, to uh, this child who he believes is the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. child's mother is played by uh, Kate, Kate Kate Austin, <laughs> Evangeline, uh, Evangeline Lilly. Um, Oh, cool! And it's just good. It was, just... <laughs> dude. Why do I like her so much? I feel like every she's polarizing. She's I really polarizing. Like her. She's polar. Yeah, she's... Uh, no, 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 she's like great. Her. And uh, the movie was good. It was. I will say this. This doesn't spoil anything. The collective thought between John, myself, and Abigail was, "Wow, this guy should probably direct a Ghostbusters movie." Mm-hmm. Because, oh yeah, because yeah. it was a perfect balance of like scary and funny. And then it's almost like he heard us and like reacted. Cause like halfway through the movie, there's like, I'm not going to say anything. No spoilers. No spoilers. But Jake, when you watch it, you'll get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it, cool. It, it, you know, in answer the call, one of our main complaints is like, this feels too silly. Mm-hmm. You know, we kept, 
we kept hearing how Paul Feig wanted to make the movie scary and it didn't feel scary. Like this movie now, Little Evil's rated R, but it's mostly because of like there's a couple f bombs. Yeah. It could have easily been a PG thirteen movie, mm-hmm. and it's legitimately spooky and very funny. Like Adam Scott is awesome in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely recommend anybody who's not checked that out. And you never know with like made for Netflix movies or movies that aren't in theaters and they go direct to TV or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But that, this was a good one. This was definitely worth checking out. Uh, excited to hear what our listeners think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know, Abby, you liked it a lot. Yeah, loved it. Check it out, y'all. Check it out. Uh, cool. Ab, what else? That's pretty much it. Yeah, watching that movie is how I recovered from Dragon Con. So. Do you have a little post-con depression? Oh, for sure, yeah. Talk about it for a second. I mean, it's over. It's sad. It's a huge buildup. Um, but... It's coming out tomorrow night, and I'm seeing it at 7.30, so I really don't have much to complain about, so... Now, go. Keep going. That's it. Like, I'm all about living for the next big thing, and I've kind of been, like, in a cocoon over the last 48 hours, or 24 hours, because I guess Monday we were still at Dragon Con, so... um, It's been, like, just kind of waiting to... till I can be excited again, and um, the build-up to the movie, to the release of It's, like, been insane, and like Jake, you said, it's reminiscent of Answer the Call, but, like, I, you said already that you're more excited. I feel like I'm probably just as excited, but I feel like it's going to have more of a payoff and less of, like, an emotional fallout, so I'm excited about that, and I'm very loose going into it. Jake, you mentioned possibly seeing the movie twice tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm seeing it at 7, and my theater's doing a 7 and a 10. So I'm going to see how I feel. I, I, I feel like it's going to be the same way. Um, you know, when we when we all saw Answer the Call, the first time we saw it, it was there was so much hype to it, and we were in such a crazy situation that the whole movie was kind of like a blur, and, you know, we all came we, – we came out of it being like, whoa, like what just happened? And I'm kind of anticipating something like that. I'm I'm kind of anticipating seeing it and just being like, oh, I, I, like I need to watch it again to, to be able to process it a little more. And I'm going to see it again. I, I just I don't know if it's going to end up being back to back tomorrow night or not. Right, right. I mean, you might need a little time to process, you know? Yeah, I think so. Um, and uh, it's a long movie. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. I'm excited too, guys. I've never read it. I do like the miniseries. Abby was playing the audiobook today. Yeah, you listened to like three and a half or four chapters today. So. I was into Oh, it. cool. Yeah. What chapters? The What'd one. You Craig. I learned about haikus. Okay, yeah, you did. Ooh. And I learned about fiery red hair. Mm-hmm. Winter fire. And getting your gut cut up by mm-hmm. a bad Henry man. Bowers. Little yeah. bully. Uh-huh. I was half paying attention, but it was good. I was into it. Um, you know what there wasn't? Hmm? There was no wonton soup. Mm-hmm. Split down the middle. Yeah, so I was what? happy about that. Whoa. Yeah. Um, okay, you know, guys. There are fortune cookies if you keep reading, so. I have some stress that is completely unrelated yeah. to anything we're talking about. Good. But you guys are going to be stressed with me. <laughs> okay. So, um, as you guys, as we've mentioned a couple times, our buddy John Yurkaba was in town, uh, from California, mm-hmm. uh, for Dragon Con, and uh, John's a huge Ghostbusters fan, mm-hmm. as big of a fan as anyone we know. Um, and John mm-hmm. lives in like a small apartment in Los Angeles, and he has a huge toy collection. He, in fact, has one of the best real Ghostbusters in package collections that I've ever seen. If you scroll through his Instagram way back, 
couple months, he's got some pictures of it. So I knew John had a bunch of real Ghostbusters figures and extreme Ghostbusters figures in original packaging, but, you know, we talked to John a lot, but he never really talks about, like, going out and buying toys and that kind of stuff. So I, we got to talking the other night, and I started asking him, I was like, man, you've got a great collection. It really sucks that you don't have the – it's all in storage. Like, he doesn't have the room to display it right now, mm-hmm. which that doesn't that just sound stressful already? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. Sure. So I asked John, I was like, so when did you start collecting? How did you get all these great figures? Like he's got like all of like almost every figure mint on card and all of the vehicles in package and like the role play toys. He's got an amazing collection, mm-hmm. like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of stuff. So I was like, well, when did you collect that stuff? And he was like, well, it's kind of weird because I really didn't collect it. I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well when all the toys were originally coming out, my parents always bought like two or three of everything because they just had the foresight to buy me one and then have one extra to keep in package for later. Wow. And I was like, John, what the fuck are you talking about? No, who does that? Like, so in the 1980s, as all these toys came out, like his parents just bought two or three proton packs and two or three of every figure and he was even saying like when like kb toys would be like closing or having a closeout sale and everything would be on sale they would just go buy everything that's crazy so my stress why why didn't my mom do that well that's what my stress is my stress isn't directed at john good for him glad he has a great collection glad his parents hooked him up good for you buddy my stress is with our fucking parents. <laughs> what? Like, we were only five years old. How are we, like, how did they not have the foresight to go, we better buy two of everything? Yeah. Like, imagine if right now you just had, like, you found out, like, oh, I've got every real Ghostbusters figure in package waiting for me at my parents' house. Just, just yeah. chilling. That'd be amazing. So... So why didn't our parents do that is my question. Yeah. Did, not... our, did anyone's parents do anything close to that? No. Mm-hmm. I had, no. A, like, a very close friend of mine. Her parents, she had, like, two older brothers who collected stuff. Like, uh, I remember their bedroom had, like, X-Men figures and all the comics and all the cards and Beanie Babies and Pogs when those were big. And she had all the Littlest Pet Shops and My Little Ponies and my, uh, Paul That would Pockets. be my luck. I found out. My mom calls me and says, Craig, I, don't forget, I have a bunch of pogs for you. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks. Right. <laughs> right. But I remember, set. yeah, my I parents would. I a whole set I'd... of pogs in package for you. <laughs> that's great. Worth a lot of money. But yeah, no, my parents would roll their eyes at that and be like, oh, well, that's not going to be worth anything. So we weren't collectors of anything. So I definitely wanted to. Did your parents collect anything? I mean, like, no. Like, Jake, did your mom collect anything? Religious books? No, no, not at all. See, my mom collected. Oh, precious moments figurines. Okay. Shout out to Andrew Schaefer who brought those up. I think in group therapy recently. <laughs> I forget why, but yeah, we had precious moments. Okay. And that was, you know, my, my mom collected. I had those like birthday of the year figurine dolls, which I hated. So. Yeah, my mom had some stuff, but it was all stupid. It mm-hmm. was like those little ceramic houses that held, like, sugar. Yeah, that's, like, my parents' <laughs> It's, like, Christmas decorations. Yeah. We collected that. Like, the store from Home Alone 2. <laughs> yes. Yes. Here's my other stress. I'm glad you that's brought that up. That's not a toy up. store. What is that? <laughs> that store it's in Home good. Alone 2. Like, they say it's a toy store, 
But this fucking kid gets excited for these little ceramic turtle dove ornaments. Mm-mm. That's not a kid I want to hang nah, out with. Yeah, it's not a kid. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. That's my stress. It's collector's stress. We now are in a world where we have to go hunt down all of these vintage figures and toys, and then we have to spend an ass ton of money just to put them on the wall, and finding them in good condition is really hard. Yeah, thanks, So Mom, maybe Dad. if our parents had a little foresight, a little common sense, they would have been buying two or three proton packs, putting them in the closet, and they'd call me on my 30th birthday and be like, Craig, I know you like Ghostbusters again. Don't worry, we got Don't you worry, covered. We saved them. We, uh, but they didn't. It's been nothing but disappointment from So for from future generations, you're putting the word out. Buy doubles. That leads me to my next question. How come we're not buying two of everything we see for the mm, future? Got it. I'm not sure, but I think we should start. All right. I, I do that sometimes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell us. Exactly. All right. Elaborate. Well, I we mean, sometimes, sometimes I will buy something... And if it's, you know, if it's not something super expensive, I'll buy two so I can open one and I can leave something in the box. For your kids that you're going to have one day, right? Is that, wait, (laughs) wait, am I crazy? Is that like, is that a weird thing to do? No, no. No, It's just for future Jake when they can like uh, clone or (laughs) when there's like a whatever. In fact, Jake, you forgot one part of the the It story earlier uh, about when, when you saw the... The guy with all the promotional the stuff, the raincoat and everything. Yeah. You forgot the part of the story where you were going to let that guy know that when he's done with the promotional tour, whatever he has left. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is a quote from Jake. He calls me. He's like, I, I, I was going to go down and I was going to say, whatever you have left, I'll buy it. All of it. Yeah. Like, right. Jake, you're willing to put a couple hundred mm-hmm. bucks towards... Uh, a case of it whistles and beach balls if you have God, to. It feels so satisfying yeah, I would. to have the whole I would. thing. I would, but if I had that many, I have a lot of friends who would, who would, uh, I bet you have a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends who would, who would be into, to, into that stuff, you know? So I would, I'd probably give some away. Probably. I love that. Because when we were, when we first visited your tour room, you gave me one of your Jaws, like, promotional, like, little rings. Little gold I, got, like, a, I got, like, 200 of them. Dude, but doesn't <laughs> that make you feel like a business well, owner? Like a store in and of yourself? Like, hey, I got a bunch of these. I'm thinking, I love that feeling. What if we go to John Yurkeba's mom's house, and as a parting gift, she's like, here's your Fright Features Winston. Yes. I've got 12 of them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Secret reason we want to hang out with his parents. Yeah. Yes, I like Guys, this. you you guys want to hear some, like, this just in stress? Yeah, Let's that's been it. happening all night. I like it. So um, I've been talking with a friend of mine about uh, they're having this uh, this screening of It tonight in Maine. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, the, the, the people who run the screening or whatever had been teasing that there was going to be like a special guest there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just posted that that special guest was Stephen King. Oh. Shut the fuck up. Where was it? Oh, God. Yeah, it was in... It was in Bangor, Maine. Yeah, because that's where he uh, he'll hang yeah, out. Yeah, so like he showed up to a screening of it. Oh so, man, fuck, we're not there, so whatever. Wow, guys, we should quit the podcast. Just no. like we almost quit J- Dragon Con we over Jake's. Figure Cyber. out where his summer home is in Sarasota. Oh, here's another thing I wanted to bring up. It related. We're mm-hmm. all over the place. Did you guys see Jessica Chastain's tweet? Oh yeah. No, oh, what did she do? Dude. So there's been rumors and innuendo mm-hmm. over the last little while that Jessica Chastain would make a perfect Bev. Yeah, she's been flirting. For the sequel to It. Yeah, Beverly Marsh. Um, 
I like Jessica Chastain. I think she's a fine actress. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, she's fine. Oh, she's fine. She's uh, no, she's great. She tweeted. She tweeted about it. She was like, "Everybody needs to go see this movie. It's amazing." Isn't she friends with the director's wife? Something she, like that. Well, she she's friends with the two of them, and she was in the director's movie, Mama. Oh, right. I love okay, Mama. There you go. She Mama's she's good. in she's in that, and they are. I think they are friends in real life, and uh, I know that she had posted. Like in the past, you know, since since the movie's been being made, she has posted a few things that, you know, make it seem like maybe she, it's possible they've had yeah. that conversation yeah. about her being in the film. That's what it seems like. I don't know That's if we'll do it tonight, to. but I want to do some fan casting of who the worst possible choice is for the it cast I like that, too. That's a we good should, idea, yeah. Should, yes, think of those, and we should post them in group theory. So after we, this is what we'll do. After we see it, and we think about it, and take it all in, we start thinking about the sequel. Mm-hmm. Let's come up with the worst possible casting. Sounds good. Okay. For the for the adults. For the adults. I think that would be fun. I like it. Like Polly Shore, maybe he could be one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know. Go from there. Gary Busey. We're just naming people that we like terrible. <laughs> Polly Shore. Gary Busey. Okay, got it. And So we'll do the we'll get to we'll get Gilda Radner. to Gilda Radner. Oh stop. What? I love Gilda. I love Gilda. Respect. <laughs> She's cool. So I'd be, I'd be into Gary Busey. Yeah, yeah. I'd be down for that. If he, they bring Gary Busey in as, as one of the forms Whoa, of Pennywise. No, 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 no. He would. He he needs to play Ben, so they could constantly. You know, there's all the stuff in the in the in the the later half of the book or the or the second half of the movie where they're just like Ben, look how good you look now, and it's yeah. just Gary Busey. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, oh Jesus, that's so great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you guys. I see Gary Busey as Pennywise. Yeah, I like that. Or one of the forms he takes. In our 90s, it's... The leper. He is the leper. You don't have to do anything to him. He's like, you don't even have to give me a dime. I love it. You believe him. I would believe that. Yes. All right, cool. So we'll do that. Another thing, go to uh, Facebook.com, search Yes Have Some Group Therapy. We're going to be watching a bunch of horror movies over the next month or two. Mm -hmm. And we want your suggestions. What are movies that you want us to watch and do roundtables on? I like the idea of having user suggestions, mm-hmm. guest suggestions, uh, fan suggestions. What are the people? Listener suggestions. None of you yeah. are users. Maybe some, maybe some movies you haven't heard us talk about. You know, yeah. something, something maybe we haven't seen or something. Uh, personal favorites of yours. Yeah, personal favorites. We'll see um, what they are. And yeah, because uh, yeah, we want, like we said, we're gonna have Dan Shoning on, and we're gonna we're gonna talk horror movies, and uh, I think that'll be good. Sounds good. Um, so before we sign off, I do want to say thank you to everybody. Uh, we're back, and mm-hmm. we'll have our It review coming up uh, once we see it early ASAP, next week. Yeah. And uh, we appreciate everybody's support. Thank you so much. You can go to Facebook.com slash Yes Have Some Cast. Obviously, iTunes, you can subscribe. We really want you to hit the subscribe button. We want you to be able to get our episodes as soon as they go up. Please go to iTunes. Subscribe, leave us a five-star review, some kind words possibly, because those reviews and those star ratings really help us. It gets our name out there. They do, yeah. People don't think they do, but they do, so, you know, fucking do it. Yeah, Yeah. fucking do it. Don't – hey, listen, here's the thing. No. Uh, That stuff helps us out a lot. Um, You can listen to us on iTunes. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on Stitcher. Facebook.com slash cast. Twitter and Instagram at Mm -hmm. YHSpodcast. And uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate the yeah, support. We love you. And uh, we got. I was thinking about this earlier. We've got a busy 
couple of months coming up, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got obviously Spooky Empire. We're going to go down uh, and try to meet Richard Dreyfus. We've got Thor coming out. We've got Star Wars Episode Eight coming out. Mm-hmm. And then next year is going to be insane because early in the year uh, we've got Marvel putting out Black Panther, and then there's a like a five week period from May to June where we're getting Han Solo, Avengers, and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Dude, like I a feel like we might not get Han Solo. I'm like getting stressed <laughs> yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, Han Solo's gonna so. get the yeah. uh, so. We've got uh, a big year of movies coming up, uh, and obviously, you know, Ghostbusters animated film 2019 seems like it's going to happen. That's not far off, because 2017 is going to be winding down really soon, uh, and we'll be ramping up the Ghostbusters discussion. So, as always, find us on Facebook.com slash YesHaveSomeCast, subscribe on iTunes, and come have fun. Stars and stars. Yes, have some group therapy. Let us know some horror movies you want to see. Yeah, it gets weird in there. I like it. It does get weird. I like it. There's some good conversations. Um, And uh, before we sign off, anything else, guys? That's it. Ready to see this fucking movie. Yeah, we got big movie release tomorrow. Dragon Con was great. Thank you to all of our friends that came out and hung out. Oh, and thanks to all the people. We, like, had a lot of listeners coming up. Yeah, we said hi. That was very cool. Um, Yeah, it was good. And hopefully, maybe next year, I'm going to put it out there. I want to do a live podcast at Dragon Con. I think that would be extremely fun. service elevator podcast or that one of those things we're doing um, and uh yeah that's it that's all i have to say i'm out of things to say sounds good i was gonna say i want to eat dinner now but i just realized i already ate dinner so i have nothing second to... dinner second dinner <laughs> i gotta up. prepare for tomorrow night uh, and once again after a year of talking about it, I did not get a slice of Papa John's at Dragon or... Con, and I still haven't got that fucking hot dog. God damn it! Why don't I just? I'm, I'm getting a hot dog tonight. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm hanging up, yeah. going to get a hot dog. We're going to the gas station. Do it. Get that hot dog. All right, it's gonna be so good. For Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, uh-huh. my name is Craig Goldberg. Get that hot dog. This is Yes Have Some podcast, and for the next 24 hours, you're gonna be caught in the deadlights, hanging out with clowns in the sewer. Because it, it's coming out. The deadlight. That's what I want to name. I want to start a band and call it the Deadlights. I like it. Yeah. Or uh, ha, Han Solo. Oh, uh, what? Oh, all right. Cool. <laughs> I was trying to go back to our jokes from earlier, but nothing happened. It didn't happen. Okay. Yeah, it didn't happen. Got it. it. Did not happen. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Next week, more Star Wars puns on Yes Have Some podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye guys. Thanks. Bye guys.